Hi everyone, I'm Rosanna and this is AFL Obsessed. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. It's been a hot, hot sec since I've been on here. And for my UK listeners in London, it's the hottest actual day on record there. Everyone be safe, stay hydrated. I think it's 40 degrees Celsius in London today, which is about 105 degrees Fahrenheit here for my Americans. I mean, it's only about 10 degrees cooler than that over here today. But I mean, does the tube have AC? I don't think so. I've been there in July. So thoughts and prayers. I don't mean to say it like that, but everyone honestly stay safe. And believe me, I feel you on the heat. And I'm not just talking about Leon Cameron and David Noble coaching exits. It can feel straight up oppressive here, like body and brain melting on the sidewalk. If you've ever been here in NYC in July or August, you know why people flee to the Hamptons or anywhere else if you're just like a regular person like me. But Honestly, where do we start? I'm trying to rewind chronologically and take you through what I've been up to, where we've been. Time has just been flying by, guys. And somehow we're at that mid-year refresh point in the calendar year. So footy has honestly very much been on the brain, first and foremost. For me, it's been a necessary distraction. I mean, you know I love a close game, the comeback stories. You know, we've got one for this week. And as I said, we've lost some coaches in the interim, but so much has happened here, over here in the U.S. So much uncertainty, I guess, everywhere. But even greater division politically, gun violence... I mean, we've had some international attention with the flashpoint over the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and kind of the ensuing aftermath of the ruling kind of triggering a cascade of like, quote unquote, heartbeat bills and laws in different states here, basically hours after the ruling came down. So I honestly just needed some time to just do nothing not even processing, just taking the time to understand and think through things like how the F we got here. Obviously, you know, I've got feelings on it all. I'm sure you do too. I don't want to just be like the political leaders over here where all they want to do is just have an opinion and maybe even rather that than learn. But also, You don't need a perfectly formed political opinion in order to contribute and understand like how your community and your city and your state should operate. So I guess there isn't really any underlying message here. I'm just always encouraging everyone to know that when you take in new info, you know, you could possibly change your mind. Just be open to it. Give each other, I was going to say grace, but that's not really who I am, space, I guess, to, you know, everybody's just doing their best to simply survive these days. Everything seems broken. You know, I totally feel you on all of that. 
we can get through this together. I don't know how much time and space we're going to need for all of that, but you know, I am here for you guys. Tell me how you're doing, where you're at. I, as I said, I'm here for you in my quiet little corner. Um, but yeah, I'm here to listen and be here for you. And AFL Obsessed at Gmail and AFL Obsessed on socials if you'd like. But now let's get to it and dive into the opening overture of my overall thoughts on the week and where NYC is now. You're like, we've already been there with you. <laughs> but okay, rewind. So I think the last time I was telling you about how my birthday was coming up and Andrew had this surprise for me. Um, a little weekend getaway trip, which was really wonderful. He found this adorable literal red cabin in the woods, guys. It smelled like hemlocks and campfire and barbecues. Just this darling cabin upstate. I'll post some stories in my insights so you guys can see. And I guess it was just to kind of remind us of the eight months that we were away previously when we were work working, <laughs> I can't speak today, during the pandemic and just kind of spending time outdoors hiking and going to national parks. So I was really excited to just be away from the city. It can be a grind. It was really great just to nest again for the weekend. Again, this is a rewind. So you guys know where my headspace is at. But I mean, when was the last time you just sat in a reading nook and read a book? I, I don't know if I can name that time when it wasn't a footy book. <laughs> so something I don't get to do enough. Um, hit me up with your recs, though, if you've read anything good lately. Please share because I am doing that more. But following this wonderful, magical weekend, guys, we got COVID. We were feeling a little off. I test regularly for work. You know, I'm in client homes all the time. I'm traveling quite a bit. And I was just really shocked when I got a positive test result because that hasn't happened at all during this entire time. You know, we've always been negative to our knowledge. We hadn't had it prior to then. We're as cautious as we can be without you know, we're living our lives. And yeah, I just have to tell you guys, not a great experience. Tell me about when you had COVID. I think I figured I'd be okay, that I'd maybe have a fighting chance if I ever got it, given maybe how much I work out or, you know, it kind of goes through everyone's systems differently. And I just thought that I would probably be okay with, you know, having the vaccinations and boosters or booster, pardon me, guys, it was not a great experience. I woke up the day that I just knew that it was COVID and I had all the headaches, like all the headaches combined. And it was the worst headache I've ever experienced in my life. But I'm talking like the worst migraine, the worst sinus pressure headache, the worst congestion, the worst tension headache, the worst hunger headache you can imagine. And just pushing it all into the front part of my brain and I also lost senses during that period, which really shook me. Guys, I don't know what your experience has been, but I lost taste and smell. And it happened through the course of a day, but it wasn't even gradual. It just happened like a gavel drop. And as I said, I was really shook. I can't even imagine if it was another sense like sight. There was no guarantee it was going to come back. And then I just was so emotional because I wasn't sure how to get it back, what the steps are, how long it's going to be gone. I have a really good friend who lost her senses a year ago with COVID. And 
now she's permanently pescatarian because meat doesn't taste the same. And I also have a client who lost his taste and smell a year ago, and they haven't come back, guys. So I can't help but think, you know, how much worse it could be, all that. But I don't want to lament on that a little too much. I mean, um, but yeah, that being said, <laughs> the AFL has removed their vaccination rules. So, you know, all the best over there. I know that travelers are coming. Hopefully we will also be in that group that I mentioned. But yeah, you can come back to play now if you aren't vaccinated in the AFL. Okay, but beyond that, you guys know how much I love Broadway, and we finally saw Moulin Rouge. I mean, I've missed Broadway so much. We haven't seen a show since Hamilton when we went for Valentine's Day. I can't recommend this one enough, especially with the current cast. Lyrical genius, the way they incorporated like the script and kind of contemporary music, because Baz Luhrmann and the film, honestly, guys, is just so iconic to me. But yeah, that was amazing. I'll throw a story up on that. And we also saw Company. So this musical has won so many Tonys. I don't know if you guys are aware, they are wrapping up their Broadway run at the end of the month and they're going to go on tour. So I was just telling Andrew, we have to see it before it closes. And I didn't realize that it's the first concept musical that doesn't have a traditional plot. And apparently I can't hang when that happens because instead of a linear story, they just kind of have these floating disparate scenes that kind of wash in and out in waves. And I just, it didn't really mesh well with maybe like my comprehension and my brain. I obviously went to see Patti Lupone. But honestly, okay, don't judge me. The slow burn just was too slow for me. And, you know, Tony's aside, at intermission, we did a walkout for the first time ever. I know, who even am I? I can't believe. But I was telling Andrew, we got to (laughs) go. And to his credit, he was just like, no, I love it. I love it. We can totally stay. I love it. And he obviously wasn't loving it, guys. He was that like eye lips eye emoji the entire time act one was happening because I kept kind of like just checking to see where he was. But yeah, I was not interacting like the rest of the audience was. They were loving it. And yeah, we walked out of there. So if you've seen the rest of it, just anybody over here, can you just tell me what happened? <laughs> but meanwhile, guys, Essendon has been winning a bunch of games and we have to talk about it because it's been three in a row now. You know, I've got my own theory about why we're suddenly rising because it has been frustrating. We've been 16th on the ladder and all of a sudden after the weekend, we've climbed a couple rungs, but put a pin in it. I'll get to that later. (laughs) But I do just have to shout out Massimo for the rising star nod that happened since I've been on. But now let's just get straight into footy. I mean, on to Act 1 with AFL headlines and highlights, guys, from Round 18. Can't even believe I'm saying that. So some major moments from the weekend for me, guys. Collingwood has been killing it. I know you've noticed too, but I just Nick Dacos. He's so talented. He's just, I, I don't even know. I would ask where you came from, but, you know, we know the DNA. Just a 19-year-old with casual 40 disposals in a game. I don't even know how that happens. I would love to poach you. I would love to study you more. (laughs) Don't be creeped out. 
But yeah, we do have to talk about Collingwood because Pendles had a major milestone. So he is their record holder for games and he's their longest serving captain. But he hit his 350th game. And I mean, he's just the 20th player in AFL history to do that. Super huge. I'm just so proud of him. I'm proud of the club. I mean, I just and, you know, he's still playing. So he's only going to continue to add to that stat. But yeah, guys, just so much fire from the weekend. I mean, Geelong is on actual fire. (laughs) So that may or may not be their personal, you know, tribute to me for all the wonderful things that I've said about them this season. But also for me, Causey Pickett kicking six goals in Alice Springs. I mean, that's so special. I've watched and rewatched all of them. You know that I love him, but what a great moment from the weekend. One of my favorites. And North winning too. I mean, come from just not out of nowhere, but they beat Richmond. That was the surprise um, by four points. And then just hearing their song again. Honestly, it's a theme song I really like. I know um, we may have a rivalry between us, but I'm really proud of the Roos for that. And I know that that game was for their outgoing coach. I think some of the players were dedicating it to him. I do have to kind of side-eye, though, Richmond and Gold Coast and St. Kilda for kind of blowing it this round. Um, That's just kind of, you know, proved me wrong in round 19. I do have to say, though, guys, the story that's a non-story to me, a storm in a teacup kind of little story is just Jack Ginevan. I want to say Ginevan. I've heard Ginevan. There's been a lot of talk about you know, how he ducks when he's being tackled and that should be a play on you shouldn't be rewarded or awarded a free kick. And that's something that he routinely has been doing and it's been noticed. I mean, I guess, you know, you have to talk about something, but it's not really much of a story, guys. So, I mean, I, you know, it's so funny when we get to this part of the season and towards the end when we just have to kind of come up with material. But that's it's just hilarious to me. You know what I mean? Like moving on. <laughs> yes, I watched our VFL game because Big Bear had his comeback after 666 days away from the game. So I just have to tell you guys when the game started, I watched off of the website, afl.com.au. I, again, immediately emotional. I feel like these are moments that I'm always sharing with you guys, but just seeing him run on the field, I couldn't handle it. I mean, there was a point when he had his infection in his hip and he couldn't even stand. So that was just so wonderful to see. And at this point, I'm just really hoping that he'll get a farewell game. What have we really got to lose, guys, at the Dons? But I just kind of want to see him keep rising and climbing. Can we talk, though, guys, about the games that do show over here on US TV for a second? And the games that they select. I don't know who's doing that programming. I want to have a chat with them. (laughs) AFL Premiership Football on TV here. Typically, I have to say, is really late at night, and they'll pick a game every weekend. I've got nothing against the teams that played this last weekend. It was Brisbane versus GWS in Canberra. Okay, not how I'd sell it. Don't take this the wrong way. The footage 
the angles. It just looked like a local game. You know what I mean? I know that Andrew in the past has tried to convince Americans and some of his friends to watch the game. And I have to say, if that was the first game that I ever saw, I don't know if I'd be this obsessed, guys. I mean, it was a little bit of a snooze fest, not the actions in the game, just the action, the way it was displayed, if that makes sense. So I don't know who's doing that programming. You can get at me. (laughs) I'd love to have a chat about that. But yeah, tell me what you guys think, though. You know, what did you think about the team, the games, the round, where your team's at? Are you happy? I just want to know your thoughts. Oh, guys, I forgot to add my favorite part about the weekend. I don't know what happened, but Frio announced a brand new mascot, Daka the Quokka, the cutest mascot I've ever seen. Also, the cutest mascot in the world. And I'm not just saying that because I've been to WA and I've also been to Rado. I've been saying that that's my favorite animal for years before I went there. But if you haven't seen him, Google him. He's so cute. I'm definitely putting that in my stories because I want to see just him again. I don't know how long it, why it took so long, I guess, for them to come up with something so inherently WA. But what, honestly, like, I don't have the words for how happy I am about this decision, guys. And I hope when I go there next that I can meet him. Don't be creeped out, Daka. Okay, it's intermission. So quickly during this time, let's just cut away to other sports. The British Open happened over the weekend. And Cam Smith, you know I've been talking about him. But he won the 150th for the Open at St. Andrews. And... You know, it's not there every year. It's not like Augusta here. They have a rotation over in the UK where they kind of, you know, I think it's there maybe every four years. But yeah, he beat our own Cameron from Westchester, who I may have been rooting for. But it's so great to see Cam Smith win. He had a great last day. If you're into golf, I mean, it was just amazing. And minus 20 shots. He came like, I think, four shots back from like a birdie run. It was just amazing. Anyway, (laughs) that was wonderful to see. And I have to say, guys, baseball has been something I've been tuning into. I know who is this, right? But the two best teams throughout this season have been coincidentally, I mean, I don't remember the last time this happened, but the teams here, I got to say like the Mets, who I love, and also the Yankees. So that's just been really crazy to me. I would love for one particular team to go all the way, but you know, we'll see what happens. And also like the home run derby happened to over the weekend. But now we're on to act two where we have discussions about relevant footy topics and issues, guys. Okay, let's talk about Buddy. So last week it came out that Buddy was seeking to play on for a one-year deal. And he had been in discussion with the Swans. And I guess that the Swans offered him to play for around half a mil. I know it's a pay cut from, you know, what he's been paid previously, obviously when he was at his prime, maybe even beyond that. But, you know, I guess it's less than half of what he is being paid to play in this season in 2022. So I guess, though, it's understood that he was seeking more money, and that's why they were at an impasse with his contract and kind of an extension. So according to news sources, Buddy is seeking a deal worth like three quarters of a mil. I would say like 700 to 800K. To an American and a professional athlete, 
I mean, that's not that much, you know, but obviously like in a whole different league, whole different country, they're playing with different pockets there, you know, that's a figure that the Swans like balked at literally. So, you know, I really want to know what you guys think about this. And he's okay. 35 now, you know, I understand you don't feel like you're paid what you're worth. Um, and I understand if he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to walk. He is not planning to retire, but he's also willing to accept another contract from another club. And I think the preference is that he would love to move back to Melbourne, preferably, but he's willing and prepared to move anywhere in Australia to continue to play footy. So I just have to think about this. I mean, buddy, I love you. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, just he's never going to hear this, but You know, I get that over the course of his career, he's been an incredible player. Is he someone that maybe I would want on our team? Maybe not now. Maybe at his prime, you know. And I guess that following this, you know, his buddy. Okay, I'll stop. um, Jordan Lewis had said, you know, he's worth that. And he's in the top five players in the comp. Is he though, guys? I mean, okay. (laughs) Again, buddy, I love you. But top five in the comp right now, Tomahawk, you know, definitely in the top five. Jezza, those are two from the same team. Okay. Harry Mackay, Max King, who plays for St. Kilda, you know, is he in the top 10? I, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of squirming when I really think about, yes, over the course of his career. However, when we're talking about a current contract, we are talking about current ability, current contributions that he could make. I understand he wants to play more, but again, you know, they also have to pay their players. Okay, sidebar. GWS is way over the cap and they've been told or I've heard that they have to cut play yours. So they need to trade more than one player, you know, at the end of the year. And I feel like this is what's happening with the Swans. They want to pay their players. Okay, well, cut back to the Swans. As I said, you know, they have lots of players that they want to retain. So, you know, I know that People have taken cuts, as in AFL players, in the past to kind of fit everybody onto the roster. I mean, Trelor, we all know that story. I feel like Merritt's done it too. So I'm really curious about what you guys think about this. You know, is do you think he's in the top five? Do you think he's in the top 10? <laughs> do you think that they should just, you know, pay him and shut up? Or do you think that he should actually go somewhere else? Or where do you think he should go, you know? And I'm sorry, don't come for me. Champion Data doesn't even have him in the top 200 players in the comp, now that I think about it. So, fine. I will say, though, if you could pick someone at the height of their ability, and I'm talking about, like, years of experience, proficiency, speed, all those results and the ability to kind of deal with challenges and changes, and you could add them at the height of their ability to your team, yeah. Hands down, I would always pick Buddy, okay? (laughs) So we can agree on that. Moving on, though, what is Clarko up to? Because there's so much talk about there's vacant coaching positions. We all know he's going to make a comeback. He's probably just waiting in the wings. What I would suggest, not that he's taking advice from an American, 
honestly, Clarko, take up an assistant coaching gig somewhere and just wait out the year. <laughs> you know, um, now that I think about it, though, I think it would destabilize whatever program he joins. <laughs> okay, it's not fully formed, but you get what I mean. Chilong, there you go. That would be a great club. Um, you know, I feel like there's this consensus that if you wait too long, you might become stale and the game can kind of outgrow like not your ability, but it will have moved beyond you. And so in order to stay relevant, you kind of want to do that. And I mean, there's plenty of coaches right now that are that have been head coaches before and are in assisting coaching assistant coaching gigs right now. But yeah, I'm really curious to see also where we're going with Clarko and in what direction. There's been a lot of talk about him potentially joining my club. You know, I love him. I'm not saying I want that. So tell me what you guys think, though, and what you think is going to happen at the end of the season. That's it for me, guys. <laughs> We're at the after show, and I am just going to sit back in this chair in front of the microphone and fan myself for the rest of the evening. <laughs> I hope you're all doing well, though. Tell me what's going on. I do want to thank you so much for sharing a part of your day with me and just caring about what I have to say and keeping me company because lately it's something I feel like I really need, even virtually. But that's it for me, guys. Thanks for listening, rating, and subscribing, everyone. Let me know what you think. And thanks for hanging around for the show. Stay safe and healthy. Check on your friends and neighbors. We'll get through this like we have with footy. Somehow, I'm virtually hugging you. And we'll talk footy soon. <laughs>